You're listening to DraftKings Network. First segment of this episode, we talk about a lot. Unfortunately, we talk about new recent news topics. We don't want to have to talk about it. I certainly don't want to have to talk about it. But yet again, we have to. We also talk about Alejandro Bedoya grabbing a microphone, saying whatever the hell he wants, which is what we do on a weekly basis, baby. <laughs> we also talk about Rooney. Mans is going back to shade. He does not want to be in the sun anymore. <laughs> and in the second segment, we talk to someone all the way over in England, Kristen Henniage. He is a, a journalist uh, for The Guardian. He's uh, written for a, a bunch of other pu- publications, but he is our Newcastle expert. Uh, Premier League expert. Our Costa Rican food expert. That's right. <laughs> Which is a, what a weird resume. <laughs> but it's on there. So all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. everybody we're not in orlando <laughs> <laughs> we are not we are back in studio it's been, it's been a, a that was a long that was a long trip yeah shouts to the city of orlando but we uh we were there for a very long time and then we were in charlotte before that and we were in dc before that we're going up and down the eastern seaboard baby. okay we're we're, we're uh we're, we're currently in, in in uh charleston south carolina <laughs> just sitting on hammocks <laughs> no man it was uh all-star was great i i hope you enjoyed uh, our episode uh, from there uh, and and that crossover with Total Soccer Show. Yeah. And for the fact that, uh, you know, I really sacrificed a lot. Uh, you, 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 you literally make a living with your voice and you were like, nah, screw it. Nah, let me damage it. Yeah. <laughs> permanently. It was like Fast and the Furious when the car is like <laughs> rattling and you're like, I'm still going to hit this Nas button. <laughs> no, you, you want to, <laughs> you, you trying to win? Oh, yeah. wow. You? <laughs> but because you're like skinny Dominican dude, you're like a 1984 Toyota Tercel with Nas in it. Hey, man. And look, it gets me around for <laughs> whatever. Yo, we drift in there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes, my voice is. Uh, what would you call it? Eighty percent, seventy-five percent. If what? What would you have said uh, the last episode was? Um, it was like it was twenty. I was gonna say twenty as well. So then, okay, then this one's about seventy-five. Okay. So, I'll give you that. So this is not for any new listener. This is not my normal voice. No, it is not. Uh, also, your chair is squeaking. So that's not just your throat begging for uh, hydration. That's because I'm twerking on my chair, yeah. dog. <laughs> dog. How got? else do you think we start this <laughs> show, my guy? All right. It's high energy. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you better be twerking while listening to this. <laughs> if you're not, you banned from yeah. listening. <laughs> I know, right? We're going to find a way <laughs> to let you not listen. <laughs> so uh, we're excited to be here. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's, he's 80 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know why when your voice gets raspy, you get younger. You're just, you are the Dominican Benjamin Button. <laughs> Benjamin Botong. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, and we are your favorite stand-up comedians out here at the top of Madison Square Garden. That's right. Just above where the Knicks lose. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. It hasn't even, they haven't even started the season and they're already 
losing. Already taking L's. <laughs> uh, uh, and yes, and this is also the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. It's not just that, though. It isn't just that. Nah, and we have a guest in house. We got Felix, third rail Bronx. He knows exactly what it is. It's the gulliest <laughs> soccer podcast. Let's go. In the world. <laughs> All soccer. I don't, I don't care what your IP address is, dog. <laughs> I don't care what your RSS feed is, my guy. We the gulliest. Okay. Wow. Top of the charts. I never thought anybody could threaten somebody about their RSS feed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> heard it here first, folks. <laughs> all right? Your RSS feed is mad buns, okay? <laughs> yeah, you know about that. <laughs> you take all the dubs over there <laughs> with that RSS feed. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, look. Uh, Does anyone understand what we say? <laughs> That's a serious question. Look, get a Cooligan's glossary going. Yeah, all right. You might need what it. What are they at the bottom of the map? The legend? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we need one of those. Like, if you heard mad buns, you just got <laughs> Yo, you don't know what mad buns is? Yeah. You might be mad buns. Yeah, you might be you. mad buns. You might be holding that out. You don't know what mad buns is. How anyway. do we explain vernacular with other vernacular? No one will ever know. Okay, this is what American soccer sounds like. Get <laughs> used to it. That's it. <laughs> so, um, look, uh, there's there's a lot. To, this is a this is gonna be a very packed show. There's uh, a lot going on. And there's and there there is a lot going on, and I I want to get to um uh, I want to start the show the way we normally start the show by showing love to the people who show love to us, and we are that's right we are going to make love to I'm sorry show love uh, show to the lo- people <laughs> <laughs> okay um, I mean, all of a sudden <laughs> was that a correction was it not was it a Freudian slip who knows uh, so show sweet sweet love <laughs> to the people who show us love so uh, I, I I wanted to uh, do this because because uh, we we do have so much to talk about today is a, a, a lot going on so the um i wanted this one is uh from rjk92 and it just and and it the, the subject says ain't gully so this is our itunes review so uh, we're currently at 541 help us get to 600 we're so close right so close uh to and 600 He's uh, he or she says uh no so this is it's he, rjk92 so rjk92 he says uh i'm not gully Okay, so this, it sounds Thank like you. welcome RJK. <laughs> it's like a meeting. It's a meeting. It's like AA meeting. <laughs> okay, it's like okay. the Gully Anonymous. <laughs> he says, "I'm not Gully. I ain't never gonna be Gully. Fifty year old white guy in the suburbs in the Midwest, but." I'm gully adjacent. Ah, we oh, need those. All right. We, okay, you're, you're an ally. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so he says, uh, I, find the, I found the Cooligans through TSS in crossover episodes way back when. I subscribed, but unsubscribed after a few episodes when I didn't feel gully enough. And then during the Orlando MLS All-Star episodes, I caught the idea of gully adjacent, and I'm in. Subscribe. He's back, baby. He's back. We got him back. <laughs> huh? Okay. He got off the side of the road. He, was he pulled like, the minivan over. Okay. He was on the shoulder. Yeah, he was like, he, oh, look, I don't know if I can. The traffic is going quite fast. I he, don't know if I can really get back in there. He looked down at his sensible sketchers. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm not gully enough to listen to the show. We welcome everybody. I, in, exactly. Regardless of where you are on the gully scale, because <laughs> we will help you adjust it forward. <laughs> we need the we gully will, adjacent. We will place you where you need to be, okay? Right, not everyone can just throw. Two dollars into a sandwich bag and say, "Yo, here, kid, that's your lunch." Some people got to go. I'm gonna give you a sandwich. I'm gonna cut the edges off the crust and let me throw some carrots in there. We need the gully adjacents. The world wouldn't work with just gully. Exactly. This is. Uh, you know what? But but uh, props to RJK92 for having uh, 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 the self awareness. You know, I don't know if all podcast fans of other maybe fans of other podcasts are this 
self-aware where they can be like, you know what? I like to themselves. Yes, they're going to be like, look, I I love these guys, but just I just don't know if I could roll with them day to day. It just so happens that we have another uh, review (laughs) similar. It's from Mech Dude, M-E-C Dude. I was some Mech Dude. He said, gully enough. Okay. Maybe these guys were next to each other when they left the reviews. (laughs) Right? He put, I ain't going to lie. Found these guys through their first TSS crossover episode. It took me almost a year before I finished a full episode, but their gulliness started rubbing off on me and made it part of my weekly routine. I now consider myself gully enough to listen to a full show on a regular basis. Keep up the good work. Much more authentic than a certain show involving a certain type of clothing. (laughs) All right. Obviously talking about TSS, right? That's right. (laughs) Total soccer shirt. (laughs) Yo, shouts to McDonald's. I like to believe in, in a pair Parallel universe, RJK92 is just Mech Dude from the past. And Mech Dude found his, like, you know what I mean? He found his gulliness and he was okay, like, no, nah, you're is, right. I'm n- good now. Now, this is like Aven- layers, Avengers Endgame, <laughs> weird time thing. I don't know what what's going it? on. What is the thing with the, the cartoon people? They have a universe, right? Like the, all these movies take place in the same world. You know, I'm not. I, I I'm not going to answer you because there's no you know point because you don't about. even care. I don't. But I was trying to make <laughs> so, a reference. There's like a gully. There's like a there's like a Cooligans universe. Yes, the MCU. That's what they call it. Definitely great college. Uh, <laughs> come on, you tarps. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. So thank you so much for leaving a review. Help us. What get, does MCU stand for? Uh, Marvel uh, Marvel Comic Universe or. Marvel Cinematic Marvel Universe. Cinematic uh, Universe. Okay. I knew that the whole time. Okay. Anyway, so... So anyway, uh, thank you for everyone who's left over a review. We're at 541. <laughs> we need that 600. Because mm. if we can't, if we don't get to 600, how are we going to beg you guys for 700? <laughs> I mean, it just... It would make no sense if we beg for 700 right now. <laughs> no, no, man. We would look ridiculous asking Baby for... Steps. 700 is like being greedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we got to get to six and then seven. You know we're going to hit you over the head for it. So uh, let's... Uh, obviously, uh, a lot to talk about. And again, uh, you know, th- there's a... Uh, We'll get to if you're watching this on YouTube. We'll get to all the stuff that we yeah, have. There's a lot of stuff on the table <laughs> in front of us. There's uh, a little horse. There's some bottles. <laughs> there's some cans. There's, a, a, there's there's uh, we have our we have our very expensive phones out. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it it sounds like uh like to the to the listener, it's like they're about to have the w- weirdest orgy. Yeah. Right. There's a horse. There's a pl- <laughs> <laughs> easy. <laughs> a lot going on. Uh, but no, we're gonna talk about soccer. Is that how Christian's voice got ruined? <laughs> So um, we have to talk. Let's talk about uh, Alabadoya and let's probably start there. Right. And we've um, we've done this show long enough. I thought the same thing right before you said that. Where uh, this is. It, 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 yes, we've had these conversations and it gets frustrating. What is this, every the fourth time? time, fourth, fifth time we've had to. We've had to. We've had to talk about it only because it's now. I like that we're talking about it be, uh, in this scenario as opposed to because it, it is getting to the point where it it it's uh, uh, permeated soccer as well, right? It can't yeah. even. Uh, it's such a part of our of the fabric of American society to deal with mass shootings that. It, it, there's uh, even the we, we we you you probably listen to this show to kind of get away from the the sad and terrible things that are going on. That's probably why people watch soccer. It's like you know what, this is a ninety minute release of all that, and you know they're human beings. They get affected by it too. There's only so much. It's happening so much now that there's just there is no escape. And you know what, I kind of there should be no escape. Like this is something that needs to be constantly on on top of our minds so that we can start to find a way to to push 
the people we've elected to make decisions that will make this go. Yes, away. and if you uh, did not see this, uh, if you if you listen to the show, you probably uh, uh, you know uh, saw this. Uh, Alejandro Bedoya, captain for the Philadelphia Union, uh, after uh, they scored the first goal, destroyed a sound guy's ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was his intention. Yeah, because yeah. you know the gains way up, and the guy's like, oh, we're getting a lot of good. <laughs> Sounds, you know, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we can hear the goalkeeper sometimes. Ah! Sure, uh, you know what? But it's, it's it, that necessary. Was, that was it was necessary. Yeah. It had to be done. But Dude, your ears bled for society, my guy. But uh, Alejandro Bedoya, after uh, after scoring the goal. Um, he, 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 first first he runs over to who was, uh, El Sino's mother, yeah. uh, and gives her a big hug. And it's, it's great that he's, he's El Sino's like, yo, we need to talk about that too. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> yeah. We ain't forget that. Yo, part. I'm on your side, but like, yo, you were hugging her a little yeah. bit too hard. That's my I'm mother. Saying, no, yeah. You go over the shoulder, my guy. That's a mom. <laughs> so yes, this is a comedy show. We'll try. We're trying our best. We're really trying, <laughs> but no. Uh, he, and, and I had read that um, that Bedoya he initially didn't know where the su- the supporters were, and they were in the opposite corner. But he ran to the wrong corner. So all of a sudden, his mom was like, "Yo, was good, fam? Yeah. Give her a big hug." It was, mm, uh, you know, wait for this moment. We need more. We need more moms doing go celebrations. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's dope. Uh, Yo, bring out all the moms. Yo. <laughs> Just, You've heard of the wives and girlfriends? Let's bring out the moms and 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 what I get stepmoms, gra- grandmoms, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like I will the mags the, out, the abuela, What's the abuela? <laughs> Celebration, Yo, let's like. get some abuelas, though, some Argentinian abuelas, <laughs> just sitting there making empanadas on the side of the pitch. You earned it, baby. Yeah. Here you go. Drink some mate. <laughs> Calmate un poco. So goes, uh, uh, gives her a hug, and uh, after the, the the whole team celebrates, he walks over. Uh, to he the- leaves the team. Goes, goes over to the sideline microphone, grabs it, uh, and yells, uh, uh, "Congress." Uh, do something now and gun violence. Let's go. Let's go. So he screams this. Uh, this is uh, this is on Fox. It's a national televised game. Right. Uh, you know, here's the state of American soccer. Also, everybody. The first thing that comes out is everyone grips for him to be fined or in trouble somehow because MLS is trying their best to be apolitical. I don't think it's being handled the right way. OK, um, but, you know, this is. Some would say a political statement. He said the word Congress. Right? Sure. They, they, MLS, they have something to do with politics, even though they get nothing. Clearly. Done. Yeah. Nothing gets done. <laughs> uh, they were elected into con into, into the, into politics. And they were like, nah, we're not going to work. Uh, yeah. We just want the free trip to DC. Uh, everyone was worried. Like, yo, is MLS going to find him? And it's like, dude, it, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly your fan base is for this message. Yeah. Overwhelmingly your fan base. So much so that he was voted player of the week. Without being one of the options. That's right. He was a, a, a write-in. You yeah. Know? <laughs> he got the write-in ballot. Yeah. Because so many people voted for him, which is great. Like, and I, what, what sucks is we have to talk about things like this happening because of something terrible. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't, we don't get to talk about uh, instances where players sort of speak their minds and the fans are behind it when it's something that's like fun. You know what I mean? Like it has to be these terrible things that happen in order for players to feel the need to come out. And it sucks that we have to now sit here and be like, Oh my God, what if he gets fined by the league? He shouldn't be. If anything, he should be getting high five. And he's not, you know, he's they, not, they came but they out. also said like what he said was a political. All right. Okay. So the, so, I mean, my first reaction was absolute. I was just in awe of Ali Bedoya. And he's, he's always been very vocal about other uh, previous uh, shootings. More, 
this is the thing with soccer players. Well, he's from near Parkland. That's right. So That's when right. that happened, he wore a shirt. So, but um, that that had a message on it. MSD strong for uh, Stoneman Douglas, Marjorie yeah. Stoneman Douglas, right? So he he has. Can you have a good memory? He has been very vocal uh, uh, about this stuff, and he is uh, relatively one of the most you know, courageous athletes when it comes to speaking out on things when, you know, how many times do, do we were, we were talking to Matt Doyle here when when he was here, how many times every day he gets comments, stick to sports, stick to soccer. Well, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear these political things out of you, but it's just like too bad. It's like, dude, it's, I, I sort of want to talk to these people that are like this, that are these stick to sports uh, people. I would like to get it on the record that I never want to talk to these people, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it, it, it becomes, it's becoming more ridiculous. The, the, the stick to sports narrative because there's fucking people dying, right? Yeah. There's people, there's like, it's getting to the point where whether it's on the internet or, or whatever, or people are uh, sort of, uh, they, they want to compartmentalize all of this stuff. It's just like, you're, to me, you're just saying, I have no empathy for dead people. Yeah. I have no empathy for these people that are dying for the same reason over and over every couple of weeks. And well, I have a solution. You want athletes to stop talking about mass shootings? Stop mass shootings. That'd be a, that'd be a good solution. How about that? Yeah. Uh, How about don't complain about the person who has to talk about it. Someone took a moment out of their goal celebration to yell something into a microphone to beg elected officials to do something about a problem we have. And that's and, and you're mad at the guy who yelled something, not the fact that there's a problem that's not going away and that's the thing uh it's ridiculous there, there, there was some the, the audio in itself uh well you let's listen to it of 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 Ale Bedoy. there's something to the audio in itself right because you, you you made the joke about the gain was like really loud but he he grabbed a boom mic that is not meant to be screamed at no that closely right and the sound of his voice you hear the suffering right in you it. hear the pain in his voice and so there's there's some almost like somebody had to scream it yeah to, for because and uh, to, to, so that people could pay more attention to it, right? because the 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 you know Sandy Hook and dead children are not enough of a thing to no. get people to pay attention to it. And when, so when people start shooting the money, that's when Congress is going to care. Sure, but you know what? Look, and 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 that that can be a, a bigger conversation about like clearly what people prioritize is all right well if we're gonna have a more intelligent conversation i probably shouldn't be a part of it <laughs> no but <laughs> it's just a, it's i'll a, make the sandwiches y'all go ahead and talk it, it, <laughs> let me know it, what gets resolved it, it is <laughs> it is just insane to me that the the you know i i i, I have this sort of idea of like I've, I've tried to make it into a joke but there's nothing funny about it per se about like the the people who are biased about you know gun shootings are the people who are alive you have you have a live bias right yeah, because yeah, yeah. the dead people uh, that you got breath privilege <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. it's like you it, it takes uh, uh it, there's a certain level of arrogance to just be like oh no gun laws won't work or no or this will like it, it's just it, it's absolutely uh um pompous uh to just believe that nothing can be done and that's why that's why also I, will it do something probably yeah. And is that not worth advancing? It's just, it's just uh, yeah. It's like someone who's like, you know, weighs like 600 pounds, does five ab crunches and everyone's like, well, that's not going to give you abs, but it may help a little bit. It may put them on the, on the path to somehow that's what we should all be hoping for when it comes to these, whether it's laws, whatever it is you think needs to be fixed. Let's do it all. 
Let's stop yeah. talking about it. We're all going to talk about mental health. Well, go ahead. Help it. Well, yeah. Do that, I, too. Look, even... You can do both. Even, like, Chloe uh, Kardashian has a show about getting not, you know, fat people to not be fat. You know? Is that true? Yeah, she has, she has a show. She has, like, a... Re, it's called Revenge Body, where she... It's, like... <laughs> it's so she, the premise of the show... What are we doing? This is what I'm saying. Is that a Kardashian should make a show about gun shootings and try to, like, help yeah. and fix, like, the issue, right? <laughs> so, because... If the, Kendall came out and said... <laughs> Guns are mad buns. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe something will change. Maybe. <laughs> so. We need you, Kardashians. <laughs> the Kardashians are the only ones who can save us now. You're our only hope. <laughs> you are our royal family at this point. So, uh, yes. You haven't seen the show Revenge Body? Where no, Chloe, I haven't. I never even knew it existed. Chloe, and my life is slightly less so worth. The, the, the concept <laughs> of the show is like uh, fat people go get, uh, lose, go lose weight. Because they broke up. They, got a, they broke up. That's the revenge. It could be anybody. Like the, one, the last one I recently saw was. Oh, you've it, seen more than one. This I've, is a problem. I've seen. Too because now I know why your voice is gone because you're just going, Yes, Queen! <laughs> yes! At a TV screen. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I, look, I, I, this, what, that's what I watch when I'm eating my oatmeal. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, um, the last one I saw made me spill my overnight oats. It was actually really sad because it was a guy who, uh, was overweight. Then he lost, he did the whole revenge body program with, with, Chloe Kardashian, he was inspired, uh, and then went um, did like a reveal with his family. But he was gay; he was closeted, and he and he came out to his family and his father. And his father walked out. She, he he left the the party. He was like, I can't be around him. Jesus Christ! And, and that was the end of the show. I got it. Well, okay, Chris Jenner or another Kardashian needs to come out with a revenge family, <laughs> where you get a different family, <laughs> one who loves you and respects you. And I know the Kardashians don't really have any idea what that is, but or maybe they do. Who knows? They seem like a supportive family. Yes. they're all here getting money together. <laughs> so um, look, uh, Ala Bedoya, what that it was absolutely incredible. Uh, I hate that he had to do that. But I, yeah. I, I commend him for doing it uh, because, yeah, it, it does take, you know, it, it is just screaming into a microphone, but it does take some courage. You know, you have to deal with the criticism. You have to deal with the people who do not agree with you. And those people are angry. They're loud. And they also have, have fucking guns, you know. Yeah. So it's like it, it's 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 not like these little mini armies. It, yeah. That are angry. It's just it's just the reality situation. So uh, uh, but I also want to mention um, a rest in peace to uh, Dave Kimowitz. Uh, the owner of uh, one of the owners of uh, the Stan Comedy Club, yeah, um, good friend of of mine and a huge Arsenal fan. Uh, he was uh, murdered uh, in his house on Saturday morning um, by his nanny's boyfriend, who while well, she was she and she was also murdered. Unfortunately, uh, he was they broke up and he didn't handle it well. And shouts to everyone who's out there who goes through any relationship where things like this. If you need help, seek it. Um, don't try to do it on your own. If you think the person you're with is dangerous um, and can hurt people, this guy was sleeping in his bed and he let uh, both of these people live in his house. As, uh, you know, she was from Colombia. She mm-hmm. was here studying. She was an au pair or a nanny, whatever you want to call it. And out of nowhere, he dies for absolutely no reason. Uh, and it sucks and it hurts. And uh, I'll be at the funeral when you guys are listening to this. And mainly I'm there because I want to support some of the other comedians who knew him a little better than I did. He was also a, a talent manager. So he managed a bunch of them. RIP to the Kimowitz, uh, to Dave Kimowitz. Uh, luckily his two daughters and his wife were not home. Um, it's just absolutely a shame. And you know, to, to have to 
to have to say this is just as shocking as, uh, you know, when I first heard it. But I will say, um, if the one thing that I could take away from him is the last time I got a chance to speak to him was at the soft open for the stand. Uh, he came up to me. He's like, hey, man, I saw the video of you guys with Obama Yang and holding. And I showed it to him again. And I showed him that Obama Yang retweeted it. And he was as happy for us as if he was the third cool again. And not to say that you have to be happy for what we're doing, but that's just the kind of genuine person he was. He didn't manage us. He didn't have anything to do with us. He wasn't making money off of us and he couldn't be happier. And he, he was one of the most supportive people when it came to Cooligans, when we, when I started it, um, when we started, I should say, and, and sort of through our, he followed along and it was just, just the kind of person he was. He was very warm, very welcoming. And I know when people die, they always say this stuff about him, but it really, I really mean it with this guy. He was just a sweetheart of a dude and it just absolutely sucks. So, uh, you know, dude, I hope, you know, I hope I, you know, whatever you're, you're resting in peace. And I'm really sorry that you had to go that way, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know Dave, uh, personally, uh, I knew about him, uh, but it, it, overall it's been a very tough weekend for, uh, really for a lot of people. Dude, the toughest part was I had to call some dudes who, you know, aren't prepared for this conversation yeah, yeah. and it just, I, I don't know why I had to be the one to do it. You know, maybe if you believe in whatever, maybe that was for a reason, because maybe I was able to deliver it in a certain way. I don't know. But it was very difficult to hear it. And it was very difficult to make those calls. And, you know, thank you for D for being there uh, with me. And thank you for everyone else who who helped me through that uh, yeah. time. Because it's still in shock. Still don't believe it. Yeah. Um, well. Soccer did happen. Soccer did happen. And we'll we'll talk about a lot of those uh, yeah. uh, other things. So, look, also, RIP to DC United. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, the comedy must go on. Yeah. You know, uh, in Dave's memory, right? Why not? Because uh, this is, it's, it's it, weirdly, doing comedy has been uh, the most death I've ever dealt, really dealt with in my it's, life. I, you, you introduce this huge new community. community people, yeah. a hu- you have this family and it's great and you know you experience a lot of loss uh yeah. and and we both dealt with it and it's, it's it's incredibly tragic so um but we have to this is this is the fight right this is why we why we all got into we must go on this hustle so um let's uh let's talk about some of the stuff we have up here. Okay. Look at this. First of all, we got the beautiful third rail Bronx <laughs> scarf. Yeah, that's right. Shout out. Take uh, me to the Bronx. As I said, is where I want to be. That's right. Uh, and uh, who, and we, we do have to give a shout out to Felix who is here. And uh, because he, he does a lot of the designs of the TIFOs. That's right. Uh, Look at this beautiful year. That's right. Uh, so, like, we always make a point to, like, there's a lot of, like, we do a, a, a comedy podcast and we try to contribute something to, to the culture. Uh, but there are a lot of people day to day that are, that are, that are boots on the, that the, the Timberlands on the ground. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah do, the, the, the definitely not scuffed Timberlands <laughs> on the ground. That, uh, that do the work, man. And, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of work to design stuff, to, to, to paint TFOs and sacrifice. I mean, we still time. haven't even produced a scarf because it's difficult and these guys are doing three or four at a click <laughs> so you can only imagine how so, much how so hard these folks to you, are working man, for all, all the work that you do for the for the, for the team and the league and stuff like that so uh but so we also have some kombucha up here right so i i sh- i shit on kombucha a little bit on a show <laughs> because you know why would you uh purposely drink poison um so, so this is we so we got sent a brew doctor 
kombucha. Right. So it's I'm holding the Portland Thorns one right now. Yes, and, and I'm holding the Portland Timbers. Who who is Lindsay on Horan. the screen? Lindsay Horan is right on there. I World Cup winning Lindsay Horan. I don't know. The Timbers one doesn't have any uh, players on no here. No players on it. Yeah, well, none up? of them won the World Cup. So that's the game. <laughs> they haven't earned the privilege yeah. to be in a kombucha bottle. If the Chicago Fire could get in the World Cup, what's stopping you, Tim? <laughs> I keep calling them the Tims. You just become the Timberlands. It makes my life so much no, easier. No, but this is this is officially licensed uh, kombucha. Of course. The, the Portland Thorns and the Portland Timbers have kombucha. You couldn't be more Portland unless the can was made out of wood. <laughs> it's the only way that makes us more Portland. Yeah. <laughs> my kombucha tastes like uh, <laughs> yeah. strong, oh, sense of, <laughs> strong sense of oak I'm getting yeah. out of here. Mm. I got a couple of uh, splinters in my lip, but this is beautiful. So we got sent this kombucha. Uh, so we were told that this is delicious kombucha. Now, if you don't know what kombucha is, it's fermented tea. There's a thing that grows on the top of it. It's a white discus <laughs> that smells the way the soap what you don't want to sit in smells and that's called the mother and i believe there's another word after that the motherfucker get that thing out of here if you saw it without knowing what it was you'd think to burn it okay uh burn it so it doesn't take over your apartment uh but apparently that's 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 a good thing right your your girlfriend's into kombucha yes right? yes uh, she's a bit of a booch, <laughs> booch fan. I, yeah I, I i tell all the time i'm like booch get over here <laughs> bitch wait wait <laughs> not bitch not booch that bitch booch I I would never call it that. Yeah, you're being a stupid booch right now. <laughs> Why do people take it seriously ever? You've heard the show, right? You think you were going to send us this and we weren't going to make that reference? No, if I if I said that, she would uh, she would hit me with this yeah. kombucha bottle. Dude, you'd be crying like a little booch. Uh, so, so this is a brew doctor kombucha. I have in my hands strawberry basil. Strawberry basil and green tea. Yeah, I have mint lemonade. The good stuff. We've been making our organic 100% raw kombucha good. I don't like that cooked kombucha. <laughs> Since 2008, using the same whole leaf teas and botanicals that we serve our teas. Now, hold on. I know what's legal out there. <laughs> what, bota- what botanicals are you talking about? Every batch contains trillions of naturally occurring live culture. How you get them on this location? <laughs> uh, we're proud to offer you authentic kombucha Anastasius. Here's my first problem. It's a tall boy. Do we really need 16 full ounces? of booch okay all right Let's here do i'll it. do this all right all right okay you know here's my thing about kombucha it you know it always smells just a little bit like it went bad right <laughs> <laughs> like that smell naturally yeah. occurs in, in 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 nature so that you know not to eat it sure it's something in portland you- they're like nah man <laughs> throw a little bit of basil on it <laughs> it's ripe <laughs> yeah. i feel like this is gonna cure my rash you know all right okay, here we so go cheers which one do you have you have mint I have, lemonade I have mint lemonade you have salud. strawberry basil salute please right. recycle i'll recycle the whole damn thing if it sucked <laughs> okay it's actually really good this is very good actually okay <laughs> It's so good. I don't think there's actually kombucha in this. <laughs> I think there's Pepsi in here, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right? I think they just blended up KFC. Because <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> 13 spices up in this drink. Um, no. All right, dead ass. It has that little bit of sourness to it, but I kind of like it. It almost tastes like um, like a little bit of apple cider vinegar got in your drink. Yeah. A little bit of it. 
It's um, not too uh, kombucha e. No, 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 no. That's low to, on the booch. No, low on the booch. Yeah. But I got to be honest. The first ta- the first thing you taste is a strawberry. The basil kind of goes up your oral refractory. Okay, it goes up your nose a little bit. <laughs> okay, and you get that sort of floral. Right. I didn't know, you know what kind of show this was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what. <laughs> first of all, we talking about booching. Now we're talking about oral. You know, <laughs> anything can happen. Uh, yo, you have a fan. Okay, you have a fan in me. Yeah, brew this- doctor. This is this is very good. We have some extra, but we'll give it to you guys. We have some extra. You can grab that one if anybody wants to grab that one. Yeah, there's a strawberry basil. Over Felix, there. if you want to grab this one right here, please take it. Shouts to you, Felix. Shouts to you. Right. <laughs> Gets in the shot. <laughs> We do have another guest who just walked in. Peter, everybody. Shouts uh, to Peter. Peter. Uh, so, uh, so Gully Squad members. That's why, that's why they're we here. We keep telling you, if you want to watch the show, just let us know. <laughs> uh, they I, just dapped each other up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, Gully. Me, Gully. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, th- no, for real. Shouts to Drew, uh, Brew Doctor. This is actually pretty great stuff. All right. uh, Drew Doctor would be a great name, too. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Doctor. <laughs> uh, so, and yeah. they have a, a Thorns chant. Let's go, Thorns FC. Tasty kombucha for you and me. Scarves up, sing loud. The girls in red make us proud. Look at that. Okay. This, there's also a chant here uh, for the Timbers one. It says, mint and lemons, fizzy, tasty, tasty, fizzy. Booch, booch, booch. <laughs> 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 Please tell me you improvised that. No, it says it on the side. It's right there. It says, I need to read this. Here, let me see this. Mints and lemons. Mints and lemons. Fizzy, tasty, tasty, fizzy. Booch, booch, booch. That's we good. did not make that. We up. didn't make it up. All right. Who is your marketing department? <laughs> and they've been dabbling in some of that legal Portland stuff. <laughs> All right, shout yo, Kayla Knapp, man. What did you well, tell she, us about she didn't this? make it. <laughs> no, but what do you tell us? No, about but and this? that was uh, uh, John Griffin uh, who works uh, for, uh, works for Brew, uh, Brew Doctor. I really like this. Stuff. Uh, we met we met uh, John at the um, he was here when the Timbers were playing NYCFC, uh, and he met and we met him at the the women's national team game. Yeah, 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 great uh, dude at, uh, uh, at Dumbo. And, so, and he straight up he was like, "Yo, you're gonna like my kombucha." I'm like, "I'm gonna hate it." <laughs> Yo, you were right. All right, I never I'll met I never met someone from Oregon with this much confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a jail squad and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So. Uh, All right. Let's talk about soccer. Soccer did happen. Oh, yeah. wait. Hold on. We also have this cool uh, bottle uh, that we got as a gift for being a part of MLS All-Star. Yeah. And, of course, my dude got Stay Gully on the side. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Okay. That's the NYCFC logo. Wrap That's in. right. I put Cooligans on mine and no logo. Okay. Because I wanted to resell it. <laughs> uh, but shouts. This is. We also both picked the one that's big enough to hold an entire bottle of wine. Okay. That's what it is. I, I'm definitely not going to. I'm not drinking wine just straight up like a, after a, a pickup game. Well, no. Who says you need to use this after a pickup game? I say sneak this into a movie. <laughs> That's what I would suggest. Yes. And of course, we got Platano phones. We got Platano phones. Yes. Yeah, so these are the ones that we got in Orlando. You may have seen the photos online. Uh, they have their plantains with antennas coming out of them. This is absolutely <laughs> insane. <laughs> the iPlatano X, they have, as they, they called it. Look, it says it on the side. iPlatano X right there. 
as the uh, area code for Dominican Republic, 809, right there. 809. Uh, so, again, thanks to uh, Ivan and King Zell for uh, making these for us, man. This is absolutely awesome. Great dudes. Great meeting them. What and we have another gift that they gave us, which we're going to show you in a few weeks. Exactly. Exactly. So dope. And then, obviously, Wells Fargo. Shouts to Wells Fargo for, uh, you know, whatever, sponsoring EMLS, which was the event we were a yeah. part of. All right. So, given that we've said, we've mentioned all this stuff, let's just mention that you give a shout out to our sponsor for today, Seeking, uh, Rob, uh, sponsoring. Uh, today's show if you guys want to go to uh, any game but like speaking NWSL game that got moved to, to Rebel Arena Rebel Arena Sky Blue against, Shouts to Sky Blue and Cloud 9 they're going to get to party in against Rebel Arena Rain, I, that, that, I believe that's August uh, 18th if I'm not mistaken uh, so they're going to be playing at Rebel Arena get tickets on SeatGeek if you want to go to that game uh, you want to save some money on that game? How about that, huh? You want to save yourself a little bit of money? Now you don't have to go all the way to uh, Rutgers, right? That's where they were playing? Yeah, in that area. Yeah, in that area. And now you get to save a little money. We're going to save you even more money because if you use the code Cooligans on your first order, you're going to get $10 off. Exactly. And if this is if you've never been to an NWSL game and this is the first opportunity for you to go, uh, go to this game. It's at least a little bit closer to the city, uh, and you can t- uh, support the NWSL. So make sure use the promo code Cooligans, uh, and you will get $10 off your first order. So That's make- right. And any event you want. Uh, it's not just soccer. They got a bunch of stuff. They got that cool color code, green, yellow, red. Green yes. means it's an amazing deal. Yellow means like, yo, maybe buy right now. Red was like, yo, we can't do nothing for you. Because that's what they do. They aggregate all the ticket sales from all the other sites. So instead of going searching a thousand sites, they do it for you. Put in Cooligans, get $10 off. Exactly. On the app. Download the app as well. Make sure get you Get the app, that. baby. Okay. So uh, let's talk about Wayne Rooney. Yeah, let's do it. Wayne Rooney. Se va. Se va. Se fue. Se fue. <laughs> no, not yet. He's back, though. <laughs> so, um... This is a, a sort of weird thing, right? He's so he's going to he just announced today he's going to be the uh, player coach for Derby County, right? Which was uh, Frank Lampard's previous club where he was just was coaching, there for a year. And now he's the head coach of Chelsea. Yeah, what is it? Philip Koku is their current manager who played for Barcelona. Yeah, uh, I think he's from the Netherlands, if I'm not mistaken. So they, I mean, he's not going to be a player manager. He's just going to be one of the coaches. Sure. I mean, not, not a great feeling to be hired as a new coach. And they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to hire another coach. We got to bring somebody else in. He's also <laughs> going to be playing on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you coaching? We might have to make some room in your office. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a kind of a, a, a weird story. Uh, um, uh, Wayne Rooney was supposed to be here. Uh, his contract was supposed to end. 2021. Yes. Uh, so the end of 2021 and or, or till 2021 or yeah. end of 2021. Whatever. Not, we get it. We said it was like a three year deal. Facts so, aren't important. <laughs> not Yeah. Not on this show. No. So, but, you know, Total Soccer Show is going to do seven episodes on this. So why would you even <laughs> worry about the facts? You're going to get it. Uh, yes, I can't wait for the Soccer 101 episode about <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, Wayne Rooney uh, making this announcement. This is all sort of weird because... He, I don't know. think it's that weird because uh, apparently rumor is his family didn't enjoy being... In the U.S. I have a feeling recent news reports have something to do that's with it. That's what I'm talking about. That, and that's what I was going to get to. I, I genuinely feel hearing after mass shooting after mass shooting, uh, you're, of course the family's going to be like, I want to be here. Especially yeah. in D.C. at the, like, the heart of all the, like, uh, you know, uh, the debate. And, and all- you know, you're, you're technically in the South, right? Where guns are a bit more prevalent. You know, some of those states around uh, D.C., they're a bit more legal than they are. We, we call we D.C. the South? I mean, it's, it's near Virginia, and I would consider Virginia the South. Okay. Right? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I've been to some parts of South Jersey where I'm like, why y'all got Southern accents? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that ass. Okay, that's fair. Yo, if you listen to country music, my guy, you in the South. Uh, <laughs> that ass, I'm I don't done. Care, I don't care if you in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Why you in Southern Toronto right now? And yo, shouts to the South. We have a bunch of amazing people we met in the South. I don't want to shit on the South. That's not what this is about. But I will say, I do think recent news reports have inspired his uh, uh, sort of wanting to, or maybe an increased want of his to go back to the UK. Yeah. I think he looked at his kids and he's like, look, they might be able to take a knife, but I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Wow. What a great dad for him to say that. I think this kid could get shanked and he'd be all right. He got strong bones. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the boots. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that, that was one of the things that crossed my mind. So uh, he it, has, and no one said this, by the way, this is just speculation, which is what you come here for. Spe- speculation, exaggeration, <laughs> yeah. wild rumors, yeah. high hyperbole, <laughs> spelled H I G H. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- this is what, what uh, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he's, uh, you know, knocking in a ball from like 70 yards, right? Look how much fun he had at the uh, MLS All-Star uh, Challenge, the skills challenge. Wait, wait, did he in that heat? I don't know about that. It looked like he was having a blast. <laughs> yeah, he lost, but still. I mean, like, yeah, it, everything seemed like it was okay until all of a sudden he's on a flight to the UK. It, it, the fact that it happened so fast and there was no real... Uh, rumors about it. Right. It does feel like, hey, recent news is like, I, I don't want to be here very long. So, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Pablo Mar was uh, was uh, covering it. He was it. on top of all this. And, and uh, it's the... You know, we were we were just there, right? We were just in DC, and uh, I mean, was it us? I don't know. Did we do oh something? Oh my god! Yo. <laughs> Imagine he's leaving because of our sets. Oh, he was like, "This is what y'all call comedy." He's I gotta like, go back. You let them into yeah. Audi Field. I don't <laughs> really know. Maybe yeah. it's not that special of a place anymore. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Lucha Costa trying to fit in his carry on. You know it. You know, yeah. like, yo, I'm going with you, homie. <laughs> I mean, no, we know he definitely actually fits. Yeah, yeah, like, no, well. for sure. <laughs> Overhead compartment is cool. <laughs> Just give me a pillow. I'll be all right. <laughs> so, um, uh, th- so I don't know. It's uh, DC United. It's uh, they're losing him on a free, right? They they just they're just a kind of like it's like a like a marriage that's being annulled, right? It's just like right. they're not getting anything out of it. Uh, and now they're 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 probably gonna lose Lucho Costa at the end of the season. So all of a sudden, DC United are they gonna go back to like the early? You know, early 2000s, two years ago, you know, yeah. DC United and stuff like that. Like, it's like how uh, uh, fat, like uh, this boomerang effect of yeah. just like them returning to like the, the, the their, their struggles. Well, so who just, knows? Like, Maybe they look, they just got Ola Kamara, right? Maybe they get some money from the Lucha Acosta deal. Did they get Ola Kamara? Because I did not read that. Yes. I heard, I heard rumors. No, I thought it was official. Anybody confirmed? Because I, I have not heard this. Why uh, are you looking at the audience? <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, they got no no uh, reception up here. But I was under the impression that that was a uh, done deal. Okay, and uh, apparently, I, f- yeah. Oh, so it was okay. Yeah. All right, so I guess he's coming back. All right, yeah, he is there. All right, cool. I just, you know, Alexis says stuff on this show that occasionally I didn't. I, we announce someone's retirement once, and it wasn't wasn't true. Yes, we but we we cut it out of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that did happen. Yeah. That, that wasn't recent. It was like a year ago. But yes. <laughs> We dead ass talked for like 25 minutes. We talked about 25 minutes about someone's <laughs> retirement. Great. I hate to see you go. And then we go over there. We're like, where did that come from? 
We never. <laughs> he never said it. Nobody's like. We just. It like, was nowhere. Like we were. Our Google search is the only existence of those two words. That just, player's name in retirement together. We just thought it was real. We you both know. like just I don't know where we we said it. We're like, yeah, this sounds right. And we just <laughs> talked about it for like twenty five minutes. So uh, so yeah, unfortunate. I'm I'm uh, I've been excited to see Wayne Rooney play, uh, and and he he does add a lot of attention to this league. But to him to he needs to he leave needs, that quickly uh, is a little bit of a disappointment. He needs to go somewhere with much more cloud cover. Uh, he's just not built for this. <laughs> okay, for this climate, man. Uh, he legitimately looks seventy five years old out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna look even older when he's playing at Derby County. So. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, a couple other things I wanted to talk about. Maybe w- one more serious subject because I, I don't know if you saw this. We didn't talk about this beforehand. Um, the uh, did you see the uh, the attack uh, in Seattle? There were uh, yes, uh, I did. Okay, so there were a group of. Um, I think they're proud, proud boys. boys or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know, Nazi, whatever. I don't know, whatever the label is. Not good people. Yeah, baddies. Can we say that? Uh, and there were there was a march to the match for uh, for the Seattle Sounders, which they always do, which they always do. And there were people being harassed by uh, by these like proud boy dudes. And yeah, then, these guys came out trying to instigate a fight so they could get it on video. Exactly. And they uh, they had what like they were carrying around a, a giant flag. Um, yeah, the one guy had like an American. Flag flag in his back yeah like it's like sticking out of the back of his shirt so i i wanted to just point this out just because look this is this is a a, a subject that's come up uh often we talked about it it, it, in in regards to nycfc as well with with some fans uh you know that are clearly you know not good people right and they are there right Right. and we've we've seen it i mean it's just so i want to talk about it uh in regard to mls's uh, the the policy of like being apolitical, and I and when we we talked about this with Total Soccer Show right. about like remember the, the the Iron Guard the three uh, the three arrows pointing the three down. arrows yeah. pointing down about this being like the, the, this uh, sort of rebellious symbol for like the Nazi Party during Germany during, during Germany. the Nazi rule and in these Germany the these guys sprung up to try to sort of so that. look MLS fans are getting attacked. By people with, that have these ideologies, right? And uh, being apolitical is not getting us anywhere, right? Like th- there has to be, we and we, we you know, Daryl made the point as well. Like you, 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 there is there is a right side, and uh, we should all look to be on it as opposed to staying silent on the issue. Right. And uh, uh, I saw the video. There was a dude guy who just got punched in his face, a Sounders fan. Uh, and it's just disgusting to see. Right. And the fact that. Uh, also, you just shouldn't be attacked on the way to a game. This you shouldn't. And, and, this is in England. This is in and Italy. The point where I, and I'm not like that happens. You know, sometimes. I'm not saying MLS is responsible for this attack because no. clearly they cannot control human beings that are just want to be violent. Yeah, even if you ban those folks, it doesn't stop them from walking up to people as they march to the game. Of course. But no fan should feel threatened on that march to the game. They shouldn't. No. But also there's also strength in numbers and I don't know how this dude was alone either. I'm like, where are the other fans? You know what I mean? They were, I mean, look, I'm not even going to say that because they do. I'm not blaming the fans. I'm saying like what happened that this dude was sort of alone. There, there were people who defended him and yeah. there were people who tried who looked after him. And shouts to, but, shouts, but, what but is it, ECS? You, What's the name of the ECS, group? ECS, ECS. Yeah. Shouts to ECS for not really letting these guys instigate them other than this Exactly, because if you, you get into a, a, a huge giant fight with these people, they get, then they get exactly what they want. Right. And it's like, oh, look at these Antifa people. They're beating us. Like, whatever. They Shouts to those people uh, from uh, those Sounders fans. That, that kept their cool and didn't 
allow themselves to be antagonized. The main point is that if we're going to support a league that is um, that w- w- wants to clean their hands and wash their hands of this stuff, like it's getting more difficult. Like we, we yes, we can't control everybody. No, but we have to have a, a, a resounding, clear message that. This stuff is one not tolerated, and that these people are not welcome, and that 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 yes, you know, it's not soccer for all. It's not. It's soccer for all who also wants soccer for all. Exactly, and it's like I don't think that's that difficult of a statement to make. Like Cooligans are here for everybody, as long as you're also here for everybody. There has to be some clear lines drawn about like what's not cool because it can get out of hand, and you see it. And I just I don't want it to get there, but you see it in Italy, you where the you see it in Argentina where these where these groups are so huge that. The teams can't do anything. Police can't do anything because Nobody they're can. too organized. There's there's hundreds, there's thousands that show up at a game and and do the monkey chants and and whatever. And you can't. It gets to a point where the the snowball is just too huge. And now now it's like destroying the city or whatever. Yeah. So. I'm just saying, like, something has to be, there has to be, like, a stronger message. That's all. Because it is getting kind of ridiculous where people... And it's not one of those things that happens in the background. This needs to be very present. It needs to be, you know, said in 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 a statement, strongly worded, saying that, you know, as a league... You don't put up with this as a league. We don't tolerate this kind of stuff and make it make it a point. I mean, the fact that ECS now probably has to get security for the next March yeah. is ridiculous. But, but to, to ban uh, symbolism, that is uh, like they just want to watch. They like, no, you can't even do an anti-Nazi thing. You can't because we don't want any problems with nobody like, yo. The, the, you know, that, that, whatever, that symbol, work. it's like, that doesn't work. Yeah. That, as much as you want to make, you may want to do that. It like, can't be Switzerland. It's just like, it, it can't be, it can't be kids get bolt, get on your corners and stop fighting. Yeah. Cause that's not the, that's not going to happen because people are actually going to get hurt with that kind of mentality. It's going to require a little bit of uh, courage uh, to kind of get in front of this stuff, but there's no other real way around it. It, it. it can't be, we can't ban the good people from doing you know, positive symbolism, right. you know, because uh, it, it, it's going to get out of hand. It's going to get, it's ridiculous. It, this it's, is what we need. We need the nation of Islam to march. We see bro, us. Will, My guy, I yo. bet you, you won't say jack shit. <laughs> say something. I dare you. Okay. I dare you. Because, Talk to that man with that red bow tie right now. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> because, yo, they're going to be talking to you for 25 minutes. <laughs> yo, straight. just honestly, just reading. <laughs> yo, Deadass, remember, uh, remember the movie? I think it was called Brooklyn's Finest. Um, I can't remember the actor that was in it. It was about uh, police in like Brownsville. They shot it in Brownsville. The city of New York said we can't protect the production. The city of Brownsville at that time in particular was very, very sort of volatile. Yeah. And they're like, we cannot be there. It's, all, it's not going to make you any safer if we're there. We can't help you. We suggest you don't film here. The director really wanted to film in those projects. So he's like, no, nah, we're going to do it. They got the Nation of Islam to protect them, and everything was fine. <laughs> now, I dare you. Six guys, chubby-looking dudes. Wait, wait, cargo shorts and uh, what, like, uh, you know, with, with like the, the sale rack Nikes. I, I dare you guys to say some shit to those tall dudes wearing red bow ties. I would love to see it. I would oh, love man. to see it. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Uh, I hated uh, seeing that because, yeah, this, especially American soccer fans are like, we, you know, we've been around this country. They're the, the sweetest people you're going to meet. Gems. 
across the kind entire league. And I know some teams don't like other teams' fans. Whatever the case may be, there's bad people in all fan bases across the league. But most of the people we've met, the people who come to Cooligans, the people that we attract – seem to be some of the sweetest, most nicest people and just want to have a fun time every week for 90 minutes. And they want to, you know, help communities and do other things. And they're doing such incredible stuff. Those are the people we want to surround ourselves with, but the other people can grow. And that, 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 you know, if you have a symptom, you don't look at next thing, you know, you're very sick and that can happen very, very quickly. So we need to sort of nip this at the bud very quickly. Yeah. That's it. I mean, there's not too much to say about Thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. This is what I, this, I know my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I have no sexual innuendos in that. <laughs> uh, I think that's what happens when people are just, because we don't know, we don't have an audience when people listen to the show. They must be like, oh, I'm just clapping on the subway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 and they're like, oh, we got another crazy person on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> laughing to themselves. So Yelling out, booch. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the booch. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my seat, you <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's take a uh, a quick break because uh, we do uh, have a guest uh, with us uh, who's going to be calling in. I can't uh, believe it. We're doing another another Skype call. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, Kristen Henny is going to be call- calling in. The homie, all the way from uh, I don't know. He's in. Uh, I believe he's in Newcastle. Is my guess, but I, I we're going to. I believe guess. he's in Newcastle. So we'll confirm. He but said he said he was in the countryside. When I was messaging him, so Which could be anything. Who knows what that means? I, I, I think everywhere that uh, imagine he's out by a tree. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get Wi-Fi out there? <laughs> I feel like uh, like England in general sounds like the countryside, no matter where you are. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you so, got London, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of a lot of strong grass because it rains there so much. Um, so uh, we're gonna talk to him. Uh, the Premier League is starting uh, this weekend. Uh, I haven't. I don't even know what's going on with that. I've been. I've been paying to American soccer. That's the only thing I've been following. So, uh, but we'll talk I'm to I'm an more. Arsenal fan. We got no backline. But, and, <laughs> but Chris Hennies, he also covers NYCFC because uh, he lives in New York regularly. Yes, right. So, uh, so we'll talk to him about that. So we'll be right back uh, with Chris Hennies after this. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just have a word from one of our sponsors on the Volley Apparel. That's right. On the Volley Apparel, you've seen uh, us wear hats. You've seen us wear that shirt, that the strike and defense shirt right. from On the Volley. Uh, you can go to onthevolleyapparel.com slash cooligans and you can get, it's our whole, it's our little merch store. It's our merch store, which is pretty cool. I mean, look, you, some of you guys have actually gotten the chance to meet Elvis. Absolutely great dude. He runs On the Volley Apparel. He's trying to do stuff for the soccer community that no one else is doing. He's mixing a little bit of that hip hop flair. He's mixing a little bit of that West Coast flair. He's mixing Skater stuff. This is actually a skater defense shirt. I didn't know that. Not a skater dude. Oh, right? yeah. No one should put me on anything with wheels unless there's a <laughs> gas pedal um, and a door and a seat. No, very safe. Uh, but yeah, he's doing such cool stuff. He's trying to blend a lot of the cultures we grew up with and he's mixing it with soccer. He's doing stuff no one else is doing. So who better to do our merch? Exactly. So if you want anything in their store, whether it's our merch or not, all you have to do is go to onthevolleyapparel.com. Put in the code Cooligans and you're going to get yourself 20% off 20% anything. Off, all, off the entire store. So it's, a, it's a pretty good deal. Yo, dude, buy one of everything. Buy one of... If you can afford to buy one of everything, <laughs> you should just be giving us money, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we might add a $1,000 level to Gully Squad, my guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, and yes, and you can pick up... Uh, that's where you can pick up our Cooligans uh, talisman cap as well. Uh, so feel free to do that. So on com slash Cooligans and at the store, use the promo code Cooligans and you'll get 20% off everything in the store. So make sure you do that. Yeah, baby, we're back! 
back. All right, we are, and uh, pretty thrilled because uh, you sound it. Uh, <laughs> sure, it's my I think energy. The booch is getting to my us. To be completely honest. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, my 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 kombucha has forty eight percent alcohol. Yeah. What about yours? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no man, this is uh, uh, exciting because our, our next uh, guest is someone who we we've had pizza with. We've broken, you know, we broken pe- bread, broken bread, <laughs> broken with crust <laughs> with this man. Um, uh, he is currently uh, calling in uh, all the way from uh, from Durham in England, just south of Newcastle upon Tyne. Yes, uh, well, upon the Cooligans uh, is the one, the only, <laughs> unless you're driving, put your hands together for Kristen Henniage, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Kristen. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, this is the first time we got, we got an applause for, for our, our Skype-in uh, person, which That's is kind of right. nice. It must feel pretty good, Kristen. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed that. This is the self-esteem boost I desperately need in 2019. <laughs> this is America, baby. We clap for anything. Uh, but, so, dude, it's, uh, it's great to talk to you. You're out, uh, you're out all the way uh, near Newcastle. Premier League season is starting. Yeah. Right? Are we excited? How are we feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling really good. I, th- I think it's exciting in the sense that you've got a lot of brand new faces to welcome that I think will change the way the league looks and the way that actually we see at least the top six operate. There's there's potential for a little bit of breakage in between what we kind of is- consider the established dominance. So that, that to me is always going to be quite exciting. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of all this soccer stuff. Well, now I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's, uh, Kristen, you, uh, we met you when uh, in New York. Uh, you're currently... Uh, in England, but you're coming back, right? So, and, and you're making uh, America your home. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. I should, I should be back before the end of the year. Okay, cool. And you, uh, you, you had gotten engaged to a Costa Rican woman, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. No, this is, this is, abs- I'm so glad you read my bio that I sent over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, dude, we're right behind you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is, uh, this is exciting because you don't really, but well, she's not just Costa Rican. She's also from New York. She's from New York. That's what I'm saying. He's like, you don't always get to see, uh, you know, a dude, uh, you know, from Newcastle from the countryside, uh, you know, getting ma- ending up marrying a Costa Rican woman from New York. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. A Tico from New York. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> no comment. I got smart man. He's like, she hears everything. Yeah. I mean, the food alone must have been just a culture shock, Kristen. Uh, I am still haunted by the fact that I asked the question, why are you frying those bananas when I was serving Maduro's the first time? There it is. You asked that question once. Actually, we have her on our Flautino phones. <laughs> we got, we have her. We're going to get her on the line. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you asked that question once, never again. So, all right, cool. We got, it's not, we got, we got to, instead of pizza, we got to have, uh, you know, maybe some Dominican food with, uh, with Kristen okay. next time he's in town. Go get some Cuban sandwiches. Okay. So, so um let so before uh, uh Premier League stuff yeah. let's uh let's focus on uh, you know instead of the entire league you uh, I've I've read a lot of your coverage of, about Newcastle that uh you uh, I feel like that is your uh, you know you the, the you're an expert on the team that's my best uh sort of uh thing to to like apply on you um so uh, for for some of our we have a lot of Atlanta United fans what has the effect of Miguel Almiron been on the club what do you think uh we can expect going forward especially since rafa benitez is not there i've heard rumors that uh, uh amidon doesn't doesn't really want to be there anymore since benitez left uh so what do you sort of expect out of him in the coming season 
Yeah, so so I think to focus on on his arrival, that was great, was met with huge excitement because it, it broke a transfer record in theory. It gave the team pace, it gave them energy. And if you watch them in that sort of six months that he was there to begin with, yes, he didn't register a goal or assist, but the way that the team played completely changed. They could stretch defences, he would run in behind, he would run for days. That was... You talk to any Newcastle fan that maybe wasn't familiar with Miguel before he arrived, and they all kind of said, the kid just runs. He just runs and runs, and, and it's exciting to watch. And there were just little moments where you saw that impact. He he won a free kick um, that Solomon Rondon converted against Bournemouth. That, to me, is the greatest example of why did Rafa Benitez want Miguel Almiron, because he can burst 60 yards and leave guys in his wake with, with no real issue. The preseason for him has been a bit tough because, again, we've seen those same qualities, but he hasn't got that goal or assist. And I think the fan base on mass are just willing him to get that first goal, that first assist, whether it's a friendly or a competitive match, they're not bothered. They just want to see that pressure come off him a little bit because he does at least seem, I think, outwardly with his body language, like it's bothering him a little bit. Um, in terms of his future... He's going to be playing up front with Joe Linton, who's a big Brazilian striker they've just signed for, for 40 million. And and potentially, depending on whether Bruce scores with two or three up top, a French winger called Alain Saint-Maximin, who is, he's just, yeah, he's he's a, a bag of character and charisma, to be honest. He wears a Gucci headband to play football. So I think that's the best way I can articulate what he's like. I mean, isn't, you know, playing for Steve Bruce... I, you know, like the, the guys you hear, like Steve Bruce, Sam Allardyce, Tony Pulis, uh, there's one or two that I'm, I'm forgetting, uh, Mark Hughes, right? Guys like this, like Pardue, uh, Alan Pardue, Alan yeah. Pardue. Like these guys are like, these are like the, the, these are the guys you call in when you fear you're going to get relegated. These aren't the guys you want to start your season with. Uh, Steve Bruce from the last I remember of him was much more of a route one, uh, manager, you know, the old thump it and chase it. Um, I, I don't think. Almiron is going to have a good time in that type of system. And I, I'll add this. Uh, if it was MLS, uh, you know, Almiron would have had the second assist, you know, he would have had right. like six or seven assists at Newcastle. If the second assist had counted, right. MLS assist. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's a change that maybe they could kind of, uh, add in the future. Right. Is there a chance that maybe we could see Almiron moved, uh, before the transfer windows open or, or is Newcastle going in, hoping that this guy is a part of their attack? I'd be shocked if he moved at this point. Um, the window closes Thursday in England, so you you would theoretically want a replacement. I think after, with it being only six months, th- there's no doubting they bought Almiron to flip him for a profit. That's kind of their MO at Newcastle. Um, in terms of Bruce and the tactical plan, I think personally from what I've seen of this team in preseason, Steve Bruce has come in and accepted and realized Rafa Benitez had this team working incredibly well. Um, and why change that? Why come in and try and do something drastically different when he can keep the formation the same, which he largely has with that back three wing backs, couple midfielders, and then guys up front who do the, the creative stuff. Um, that should be good for, for Miguel because it works well for him as well because, yes, he's asked to press, but at the same time, he doesn't have to get all the way back, all the way up. He can kind of hover in the final third and do things when the team breaks on transition, and, and that's a great role for him. I think this first six months, now that he's had a settled preseason, he's been able to acclimatize a bit more, it's going to be important for him because, like I said, he, he does kind of need those goals and assists. I think you make a great point when you say he'd have got some MLS assists 
um, <laughs> last season because of just the way he played. I make great points, that's Kristen, not the I don't know what to tell you. also i'll try one day i will as well (laughs) (laughs) no there is a um i'm I'm curious about the uh your coverage because you are a journalist in in the uk and uh and you and you've also been a journalist here you've covered american soccer what has sort of been the, the culture of the not not solely of how the how the sport is covered i know that's they're clearly different but the uh, you know, being in the press room in in uh, at a Newcastle game versus being in the press room at a NYCFC game. Like, what what are the stark differences in in how you feel when you're in both of those kind of environments? What 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 are the main differences between the two? I think it's funny you asked that because with the sort of emergence of the Athletic this week, we've kind of all stopped and looked at the situation with our industry and where it's heading. I think just because of the age of English football, it's just a lot more established that media part, the idea of newspapers and TV. And I think from, from what I've seen on the outside with the U S side of things, there's more encouragement for sort of fan led initiatives to come in and ask questions and interact with the players and have these moments, even people, you know, like yourselves. And it's, to me, it's, it's a great difference to have because actually in England, you don't really get that opportunity. It's very, very limited. There are only a few even outlets who I would call sort of fan media that I could think of that have had that kind of access. Um, And it does often produce good results. But again, there's a very established hierarchy of traditional newspaper broadcast journalists who get the access to the players and the coaches. And I think because of that, you can get a bit of a format of the way that you cover the game. And so I think fresh eyes give a fresh perspective a lot of the time. So, so how angry do you think people were when they saw that photo of us with Hector Bellerin, uh, Pierre-Emerick <laughs> Obama Yang, and Rob Holding? Yeah. England must have been furious. Like, who are these idiots? They're Why like, are they in this photo? I hope that fat one doesn't step on Rob Holding's foot. <laughs> 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 they must have lost their minds, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first question was, do those chaps have an album out? I think that was the <laughs> that is the great, we, you know what? We, should, we need some boy band names for that yeah, photo. Yeah, we do. Because that's an album cover if I've ever seen one. <laughs> uh, well, it's starring no one at the back. <laughs> the official Arsenal No backup family. vocals yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Wayne Rooney. Uh, he's going over to uh, Derby County. At the end of at the end of uh, the, the MLS season, yeah, yeah, the end of uh, the MLS season, um, it's been announced also by MLS uh, media, so that makes it official. Everyone agrees. Um, it, supposedly, it happened pretty quickly. His family didn't really enjoy being here, um, but he's going to go as a player coach, and he's going to the championship, which is, I mean, I kind of take a little bit of offense to that. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's like, if, if MLS is the quote unquote retirement league, what is the championship? All right. It's, it has to be beneath right? I mean, the guy had to go get another job. He's the, a coach now. The ger- you know? It's the geriatric league. Well, I don't know what else it could be called. I don't think there was a question there, but Kristen, talk about it. <laughs> I, I think, look, it's, it's difficult for, for Wayne because he's never lived outside of England. Um, and I think there's a quote from Garth Lagerway that's been circulating a lot lately in terms of when you sign a big money player like that, it really helps if they've lived abroad before because it shows they can acclimatize or at least they're potentially willing to if they've struggled before because they know what's coming down the turnpike, so to speak. Um, in terms of his return, I think it's 
been fairly public that his family weren't as settled um, as he would have liked them to be and he possibly would have stayed if if that wasn't an issue. In terms of him going back, I think he, he spoke last month to, to Sky about the fact that he was on the path with his coaching badges. He wanted to, to look into that. Um, and f- for Derby, yeah, it's... It's a funny deal because they've spent most of the summer talking about the idea of player development and we don't really want to sign a player unless there's not a, a prospect within our ranks already that can fill that spot. Um, and yet they've gone out and spent, I think, seven and a half million to, rising to 10 on Christian Bielik from from Arsenal. And now they're bringing Wayne Rooney in on, I imagine, a decent wage, which will in part kind of appease this FFP financial fair play because he's a coach. It's it's all very complicated and a little bit confusing at times. But yeah, it's it's a tough one for, for him and DC because I think it's a massive blow to, to lose someone like him. The, the curiosity for me is what's the next step? It's it's that Miles Davis quote I always think of. It's not about the bum note that you hit. It's about the one afterwards. So whoever they sign will dictate how big a blow this is for DC United. Well, we have um, a little bit of potentially breaking news. I mean, it's rumor right now. Well, I mean, look um, at look at the publication. I know, which is I'm going to mention. <laughs> it's being referenced by The Sun, um, which I believe is your New York Times. <laughs> Uh, and sport Bible, and it says Bible. Okay, the, and it's never wrong. The Bible is not, not one word. Bible, hundred percent true. Sarcasm, uh, but learning out some sarcasm. Uh, they are suggesting that Arsenal star Mesut Ozil's representatives will meet with DC representatives next week. DC United, Mesut Ozil. Uh, going to DC United, uh, I you know who knows if it's true. Again, you know transfer rumors out of England sometimes are wild. Uh, well, he did, he was just there, right, uh, for the ICC. He that's did, right. So I don't know if he played in that. He game. He tried mumbo sauce, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta stay here. <laughs> this is it. That's what that, yeah, that's what keeps everybody in DC." <laughs> he heard go-go music, and he was like, "Yo, I like this." Uh, but like, what's our uh, first reaction, uh, Kristen? Have you heard this rumor yet? And what are you thinking? Yeah, I've heard it. Um, I mean, either way, he's going to end up in the nation's capital on big money with a team that last won the league in 2004. So is much changing really for Mesut Ozil? Um, Ouch. I think it would be a huge statement for DC. Um, It would be a a huge statement. Um, I I think, yeah, Arsenal need to get rid of him. I I think that's the one thing you can say with certainty. He just doesn't fit that club anymore. It's not that he's a bad player. I think the very polarizing nature in which we discuss Mesut Ozil is is quite dangerous sometimes because he's not a bad footballer he's clearly not a bad footballer you look at enough of his analytics and his his metrics in terms of creation he's very good but he just doesn't fit that Arsenal team as it stands right now and I think for that reason alone they need to kind of some come to some agreement that can benefit both him and Arsenal which DC United would, would most definitely be that. I don't know, 350,000 pounds a week, which is what, about 400, 420, I guess, right? 450, let's say, a week. $450,000 a week. I don't think any MLS team is paying that. <laughs> not even close. No, that's that not. And that would just mean him earning the same. I can't imagine. I mean, it seems to me like maybe China is the only thing. But look, I mean, these types of rumors all spring up. Uh, around this time uh, you mentioned Arsenal uh, just as an Arsenal fan uh, somebody released a uh, lineup uh, we know one of those charts where with the formation and the back line they had uh, left at left back they had God 
at center back. They had Will <laughs> at the other center back had said help and right back it said us. <laughs> and unless we give the great. other team great. knives great. and are running towards our goal, Kalasinac can help block them. But other than that, what is happening at Arsenal and how are we going to have a 7-3-0 formation? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Um, I think when I talked about at the top there, the idea of that big six breaking up, it's because Manchester United and Arsenal to me had a lot of work to do this summer. Um, and remember, we started the summer with talk about that Arsenal had about 40 to 45 million pounds to spend. That, it seems, was was complete another codswallop. Um there's talk they want Dea Upamecano from RB Leipzig. They obviously have Saliba, who will come in next summer from Saint-Étienne. Patience, I think, is unfortunately what Arsenal fans are going to have to accept, which is something I imagine they feel like they've had to deal with for quite a while now. Who's, who's I, patient? I, Where are they signing him yeah. from? He's from Lyon. <laughs> Pajons. <laughs> I, I, I think, to, to be fair, Nicolas Pepe is a good signing. I think he gives them a bit of width, a bit of creativity that they need. And at the same time, again, I know it's possibly not what Arsenal fans want to hear, but there's a little bubbling undercurrent of some really talented young players in there. Reese Nelson, uh, Eddie Nketiah, who will likely go on loan before the window shuts. I think, and i be very careful when I say this, I think the future could be bright at Arsenal. I think they're starting to realise where they've gone wrong and they're trying to correct that. Um, because you have to obviously preface everything with the fact that Lauren Koscielny has has kind of thrown a bit of a spanner in the works by deciding that he wanted to leave. Um, that's a big person, not just in terms of the defenders you've got available to you this season, but also captain. That's that's a big piece to pull out of that team and try and replace in not a lot of time. So I, I think they've done fairly well on the whole in terms of this summer and how they've dealt with the issues. All right. So you, uh, you've also, I always love reading your work because there's something, you know, uh, there's a lot of, uh, I can't believe you're not going on a little victory tour for Everton's, uh, summer. Uh, I mean, Moise Keane, Richarlson, and possibly Wilfred Zaha. I mean, I look when, when they're banging in a bunch of goals, you'll see me doing backflips in here. Okay. Yeah. Not just yet. The most annoying part of that is he actually can do backflips. <laughs> and I swear to God, cannot, I'll tackle him midway through and break I his I cannot ankle. do a backflip. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, shut up. He can do a backflip. The guy dunks. It's embarrassing. So, I dunk stuff into my coffee. Okay. Uh, I want you, I, I always love reading your work because, and, uh, you have, there's a certain level of, uh, I don't know if it's sympathy or empathy that you have with with american soccer and american soccer players it's a lack of condescension <laughs> yeah. which is that that's all yeah. well, i'm patting you on the back yeah. for being nice to Buddy, us Kristen. you're not being a dick about it <laughs> <laughs> um but i want to get your thoughts on christian pulisic right uh he, he is our uh, our american gem at chelsea and how is frank lampard going to ruin his first year exactly <laughs> <laughs> let us know how, how lampard's going to ruin him for us um what do you expect out of Christian Pulisic? I've watched you know a couple of the preseason matches, and he's he's looked like he's fitting in, which yeah. is which I did not expect. Uh, uh, so, but what what are your thoughts, and what has been the response uh, in England about Christian Pulisic signing with Chelsea? I think at first there was just a bit of uncertainty because he had fallen out a little bit at Dortmund. He was not this prodigy that first kind of burst through and and in his place came Jaden Sancho who was again I think still is seen as the most exciting young player in Europe um in terms of his actual move to Chelsea I think it's a good one for him because 
there's part of me that feels a little bit sorry for Christian because his entire career has been, he's this prodigy. He's the next Landon Donovan. No, he's better than Donovan. He's, he's got all these labels stuck on him and he's not really allowed to just grow and be a footballer and, and discover what kind of player he is. Um, I think at Chelsea, he'll do that. I think under Frank, Frank's Derby team had a lot of promising young players in it. Harry Wilson springs to mind. Um, Tom Lawrence, who is is still there now. There's a lot of young wide attackers that he worked with. Mason Mount, who will be at Chelsea with him next season, thrived in a, in a central role after a season at Vitesse. I think Frank has shown, albeit in his brief managerial career, he does like working with young players. He seems to enjoy it more, possibly because they're more moldable. And I think that's the, the other thing to take away with, with Christian is that he's still at that age where he can can be shaped and turned into what they need it any summer that you lose someone like Eden Hazard it's going to be difficult because he was for me the marquee player there for quite a while he was the one that dragged them through games at times last season because the season with Sari was just this odd contradiction of the fans weren't happy but they won a European trophy and you know how, how do you kind of balance those two off are you happy are you sad and then Frank they've got what I've seen a lot of Chelsea fans talk about as a Chelsea man, someone they feel has a connection to them. And I think we're seeing a bit more of that sentimentality kind of creep into the Premier League with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Man United and this idea of bring someone back who gets us, who understands us, so that if things go wrong, we're all kind of in this together and they get how serious this is. So that connection, I think, will be important for Christian because it will let him build a relationship with the supporters through Frank, who, again, will be able to tell him what it's like because he moved to that club at a young age from West Ham, having been very highly rated, having been seen as someone that was the future of England. Um, So I think there's a lot of relatability between him and his coach that will make that transition a bit easier for him. I think I think he um, it seems to me like I remember talking to Jack Harrison and he talked about how important Frank Lampard was to his development when they were both at NYCFC. So at the very least, I, you know, to your point, he does seem to work really well uh, with youth players. Um, and Christian Pulisic, as much as we've put on his shoulders, is still uh, technically a youth player, which is insane or a young man at the very least. Let's talk a little bit about uh, West Ham and Aaron Long's saga. Um, I'm not sure if you've been following that along, but it looks like Aaron Long's agent is just out here spratting everybody on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's no holds barred. Uh, yes, uh, Kristen, do you know what Spratton means? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say this. If you hear that, you definitely should run. Not your, <laughs> but that one. Um, Aaron, Aaron Long, who, to me, I thought he was like 22 years old. Turns out he's 26, turning 27 pretty yeah. soon. Um, wants to leave. He's, I think, making just about $100,000 a year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he wants to go to West Ham. Nobody ever wants to go to West Ham, but he does. Um, <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess talk a little bit about uh, what you might have heard on your end, because on our end, it seems to be kind of stagnant at this point. Yeah. So I I think it's a really difficult one for for Aaron because when he clearly joined the Red Bulls, the idea was it was about career progression and they have sold themselves on that to a lot of young players. Um, And they were very happy for Tyler when he left. I remember, in fact, I just read the press release the other day and they talked about how proud they are. This move for me, having looked at West Ham in general, I think they're looking at him as a depth option. I don't think he would come in and start. And I think the fact that they looked at it and thought, you know what, we can probably get him for about four or five million because you give it the context of how much Miazga went for. You then give it the context of how much Tyler went for. It it puts it a, around that ballpark. And I can appreciate why his agent is frustrated um, without wanting to kind of cast aspersions on, on anything of, of his motivations. It's difficult when 
the club asks for then 15 million, which is supposedly what has, has been asked, $15 million for a player that they don't think would benefit Salzburg or Leipzig because that's potentially pricing him out of a move. And it comes back to that debate that I've had many a time about its value to the team and value on the market. On the market, Aaron is probably worth about, I would say, five to seven million. But to the New York Red Bulls, who want to win something this season, and he's a key cog in their defense, he's worth 15 million. Um, so it's it's a really difficult one about perspective and, and who you side with. I feel a little bit sorry for Aaron because I don't know if this chance comes around again, to be, to be truthful with you. And that's not anything on his play. I think he's a very good defender. Um, he also has to go through work permit situation, which could be complex and difficult um, because he just doesn't have that national team history. And and I think England's work permit um, rules, if you like, right? yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of the whole system, if I'm honest with you. I find it it's a little bit lacking in nuance um, for players. And, and Aaron's a good example of that. So it's it's a really difficult one. I would hope for his sake, if it doesn't come off, he's able to kind of stay focused because I've seen a lot of players get eaten up by that stuff and, and the frustration boil over in other ways. I'm just glad that uh, that it's comforting to know that after Brexit, all of this is going to be resolved. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes all of this easier. Anyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel terrible for players like Aaron Long because, like you said, if you're not if you're not going to get the opportunity to go up their ladder that they have that system they have, which means you know Salzburg, Leipzig, if you're not going to get that opportunity, then you should be sold. And like Stuart Holden even came out said, great defender, definitely would do a good job um, in a top Premier League team, is not worth fifteen million dollars. So he's sort of in this position where. I, I guess they're playing chicken with his career and that kind of sucks. Cause this is potentially his biggest contract at 26 years old that he's going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate. Uh, Kristen, before we let you go, I, 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 I'm actually looking it up on my computer and I can't find it, but there was something I wanted to talk to you about. There was a, a photo that was taken. That was like fairly iconic. And I can't remember the photo, but I know that you were in it. It was in, you were in Yankee stadium uh, and you were in the background of a photo. What photo was it? That was uh, Joseph Martinez and uh, what was the name of the rapper? Because I don't listen to that uh, kind Waka of music. Flaca. Was it Waka Flaca? Uh, yes, that was him. Yes. And yeah. I was looking wonderfully awkward, <laughs> thinking I got out of shot right. when I actually had <laughs> There was, yes, there was a photo. Uh, it was when Atlanta played NYCFC. Waka Flaca is there with Joseph Martinez. And Kristen Henniage is just chilling in the back like, I don't belong here. with I, I don't belong here face, if that makes any sense. It was so hilariously uncomfortable. Uh, on, I haven't pulled up. Oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. you, Kristen looks like security for one of these two. Bones. He's like, yeah. Who, who's this guy standing next to Justin Martinez? Uh, and that was, uh, that was great. That was a good moment. Well, wow. I actually got home that night. I can tell you, I got home, walked through the door and I had been texting my fiance at the time. And as I walked through the door, she went, you've never looked more white than in that photograph. <laughs> Uh, and that includes the time when you said what are platanos so I am shocked <laughs> amazing amazing shouts to your lady <laughs> we gotta get her a gully shirt <laughs> uh, Kristen uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us man it's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure thanks for taking the time uh, where can people follow uh, your work 
uh, at Twitter at K H E N E A G E. Um, yeah, so check me out on there. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been an absolute pl- pleasure. Yes, and, and Kristen, he, uh, you, you've written for pretty much everything. Uh, the Guardian, uh, the Sun. No, I'm kidding. The, no, sun. the, sun. <laughs> <laughs> the Moon. They got a lot of newspapers. Out no, there. but uh, you, Guardian, CNN, iPaper Sport, uh, Odd Checker. Those are some of the ones listed on uh, on your Twitter handle. Um, but you uh, you do cover American soccer as well, uh, and it, and it's it's great to see. So uh, I'm glad that there are people uh, from, you know, uh, from across the pond that, that show uh, American soccer the respect and love that it, it, it's, it's earned. That's right. And thank you for not having a Jordy accent on this podcast and making it difficult for everyone to understand you. <laughs> My pleasure, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, Thanks so much, buddy. What a wonderful interview, Kristen. You I gotta mean, love Kristen. Uh, hilarious. Yes, look yeah, at that. Applause for Another Kristen. applause for Kristen. Uh, a great dude. And when he gets back, can we get an applause track for when no, <laughs> no Gully Squad members. Guys, here? clap a bunch so we can yeah. record it. Couple different. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna get that drop. <laughs> um, but Kristen's a, a great, great dude. It's like absolutely the, wonderful. There dude. are. Um, oh, imagine you almost, I almost spilled. dropped a lot of boots. <laughs> I got like a boot all over my laptop. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> my laptop's running faster all of a sudden. <laughs> so the um, uh, but but Kristen, a great great dude. We we did get to hang out with him, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people in this like soccer uh, business that are just like trying to uh, cut your throat to get to the top or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but Christian Kristen's not one of those dudes. No, he's not, man. He's just a great dude. Uh, and come back, buddy. We need you back exactly. in America so we can hang out and eat more pizza. Uh, but wonderful interview because that's what's holding Alexis back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I Kristen. need more people to eat pizza with. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, dude, I mean. A lot of crazy stuff happening, right? Mesut Ozil possibly going to DC United. That'd be news. That'd be some news. I, I bet you Everton signs him in the last second, and here we go. <laughs> All of a sudden, Everton's a good team. Yeah, Everton's gonna be. They're gonna be tough this this season. They're gonna be fun to watch, which you could not say last year. Uh, I could. I, you know what? I, I could, and I did say it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, because I love. Seventh place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my favorite place to be. Tastes delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You're in the top half of the other prem. That's not bad. Sure. Uh, God, so much. We didn't even get to talk about the games. There were games. There were. We didn't <laughs> get to talk about Roman Torres. We didn't get to talk Roman Taking Torres. Him injections. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, butt injections would be something else in Latin America. <laughs> yeah, he went. He went to the. Dominican... By the way, if you get those, you are not suspended. Okay. Exactly. He went. Yeah, he went to. He went to the Dominican Republic where to Cardi B's doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get them injections. <laughs> He's like, I want to. I want to box out a little bit better. <laughs> okay, I need some girth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get these birds. Hips look right. <laughs> Why does anyone listen to the show? Why do you do it? Why do you do it? So yes, uh, maybe that's that's how we'll end the show. Roman Torres did get he got pinched for uh, <laughs> you know with somebody squealed. Okay. Uh, some right, snitching. somebody caught snitching. Uh, steroids. His he, pee snitched on him. Uh, he got caught with steroids. Um, he banned for ten games. Ten games. Um, and uh, uh, I have a feeling it's the recovery from injury. You know, he was. Yeah, he was injured. We were talking about you know a couple months ago. Like, yo, the dude's looking a little slow. Yeah. And then like the last like three four games, I'm like, yo, Romanto, all of a sudden he's back, baby. He's back, baby. I don't know. Yeah. He seems like he's 22 years old. A lot of back <laughs> acne for some reason. A lot but of energy in yeah. this young man. Uh, he's got this. Uh, he's got this uh, Mike Piazza. 
Delta like energy all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's the pride of Panama all over again. <laughs> <laughs> They're going back to the World Cup, baby. Uh, but no, this, uh, he tested positive for, we don't know what uh, drug he tested positive for, but it was a banned substance. It was a performance enhancing drug. That's right. This is all we know. So it could be anything. It could be HGH, although that man's head can't get any bigger. Exactly. And he, we already know. They, they won't a, let him on airplanes he, if his head gets any bigger. He is already listed as the uh, Major League Soccer's heaviest player. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, it can't be for muscle. Yeah, but uh, it's H-E-V-I, the Dominican way of saying, hey. Which <laughs> 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 just means he's like yeah. the littiest player. That's right. <laughs> it's weird that MLS has that stat, you know, but whatever. We, we won't argue, <laughs> but we want to know how that started. <laughs> the <Yes>. hairiest. <laughs> why does, yeah, why does uh, uh, Chris McCann's heavy status is zero? Why, <laughs> yeah. why, why even list it to begin with? What a weird foot ah. card. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so he did uh, band 10 games. Everybody is like kind of, you know, Schmetzer has been yeah. uh, like been supportive on his side. The, the team is going to welcome him back when he does get back. But there is no, uh, I guess, appeal. He's not getting less games. It has to be 10 games. He's going to make it probably right around the time the playoffs start. Which is uh, good, you know, because he got all that steroid energy in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Build yeah. that rage, you know. But it's it's weird because you, you're we're not used to seeing um, soccer players. Soccer players deal with steroids. The only the last time I heard of a, a, a quote, and I don't know if it was credible or not, but I had heard that Jamie Vardy was doing like a blood doping. Remember, he was like all of a sudden he became he's the fastest player in the league. Yeah. Dude came from third division. At, all of a sudden he, he was playing at Fleetwood Mac yeah, or whatever the name. That's, of the, that's the name of the team. You know what I mean, it's the name of the team. You know, <laughs> that great albums. So, yeah. That team, yeah, dude, a lot of, <laughs> lot of emotion, a lot over of trophies there. they've won. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 a lot band. Of breakups. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, just rumors. Very nice. So, but but that was the that's that sort of makes sense to me, right? As far as like what what, but he didn't get big. No, no, I'm saying, but like for a, a performance enhancing drug or performance enhancing like things that you could do to yeah. to, to cheat the game, right. you could understand like uh, the the blood doping, right? To, like, yeah, or to, a spinning of the blood cells, which is very popular. A yeah. lot of uh, bicycle people that go in uh, different altitudes do that. Remember when Robin Van Persie uh, he got his ACL torn? You might not have been a fan of uh, the Prem at but this I, point. Yeah, but this he was the, his, he put his foot in uh, horse ho- percent. Horse percent. Yes. It's, this was a thing. Which is I- a delicacy. <laughs> Yo, let me get let me get some fries with that horse pussy. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, a little horsey on the table just okay. made some re- a reappearance. Yeah. This is the, the MLS Wells Fargo horse. Yeah. You don't want to know how we get the placenta out of yeah, this thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how did you heal your foot? Well, we took him down to Old Town Road. And uh <laughs> so <laughs> It's just so the fact that we don't know what drug he did is it's why we can like sort of make all these jokes. So it's just like, but I'm curious. But he's jacked. So he's, he's a big dude. Why does he clearly? He steroids. doesn't need more muscle. No. He so it must have been a thing to like. Heal. He's already swole. You don't need to. You don't need to adjust the swole. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you swollen up. <laughs> You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm I'm curious. I don't I don't know if we'll ever know what drug he actually did, but. Uh, from the from the perspective of you know in baseball it's always like uh, is, is this gonna affect their legacy 
I don't know if it's soccer, this is really the same thing. I, this is also like with the NFL. When you hear uh, people do uh, drugs, it's like, you understand. It's like the game. Yeah, they're like in 30 car accidents it's a game. Like, that's what how the Yeah, you can, I'm like, yo, dude, if you're not doing some sort of drug, like, I, I feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> not even like ibuprofen, my guy. Like, do something. <laughs> All right. You're not a machine. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I get it. You're trying to extend your career. You know, you take the chance. Yeah. I, I had I had tweeted that. I was like, uh, like you know, I was bummed out about the, the this information. Because, you, you know, uh, we met Roman Torres at MLS Cup. That's right. Dude was. I called him the weekend. He laughed. Yeah. It was a fun you know? conversation. Um, and, uh, and a, a lot of Timbers fans were like, I don't feel bad. I don't care. Good for like, whatever. It's just like, why is the point of that? Like, it's yeah. like, even if, when it happens in, in there's something. That's cause they're hopped up on all this booch, <laughs> this brew, Dr. Booch. But it's, it even, it, it should like, be booch doctor, when it happens, it, you see it. There, there's a certain sense of like weird ownership that fans have over like the players, uh, like that play in whatever sport that they like. Where like it, when it happens in baseball, you know Robinson could know a Rod. It's just like yeah, whatever. Get these idiots out of here. They're ruining. It. It's just like yeah, yeah. They cheated, right? Or whatever. They're trying to get around. But it's just like, what you gonna hate them? Like they they also have well, to play I, 162 games. They deal with so many injuries. I view that differently though, because baseball is a stats based, like historically stats based uh, sport. Soccer. So you get emotional really over stats. This based on say no, no, like, no. That is the significant part of baseball. Like yeah. you could compare players today. Presumably to players to players of yesteryear, based on the stats, you sort of can. I mean, there's a lot of things that adjusted, but that's yeah. what baseball's here for. It's one of those sports where, like, you look at numbers, nerds. Okay, <laughs> well, you if you if you we're talking about baseball, and you pull out a spreadsheet like that. I don't want to talk about the sport no more. <laughs> Soccer is a little bit different. Like, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest player. So, I mean, if one guy's doing a little bit of doping or whatever, honestly, I'm, all of you do it. I would love to see what that looks like. <laughs> That should be yeah. a new league, right? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Major League Steroids. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's hopped up. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Just slide tackles to the face. Yeah. You think these baseball players, I mean these hockey players are punching each other in the mouth. None of them have teeth. You don't think they're doing a little sum sum? Huh? <laughs> Get out of here. Exactly. So uh look, we hope uh the, the best for Roman Torres. He's a, he's a, he's a, a prominent player, prominent Latino player in, in the league. He's definitely the, the you know, I'm making jokes about the pride of Panama, but the dude is like, he's going to be the president of Panama one day, right? Like, the, 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 yeah. realistically, that, that's like, we have to give him. And you'll know he'll cheat to get up there. I mean, look what he's doing in the league. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, pole in the pole, advanced performance enhancing. All right, whatever. You got what I was going Anyway, okay, cool. PED, joke, pole, boom, <laughs> done. So, uh, but we. You guys ha- put it together. Right here. Uh, We're going to do a little cool against Kip for the house. You know what I mean? We hope to see him back. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so, so that is it. That is, uh, that is the end of the show today. We definitely didn't get to a lot of stuff we wanted to get to, but there was a lot of uh, somewhat more serious things to talk about. So I'm glad we, we had to. And guys, we don't want to ever have to talk about serious stuff on this show. And that's not why you come here. We really it, don't. It, 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 we can't even do our jobs uh, because of all this, all these terrible things that are going on. So we have to at least find a way, uh, just even on a personal level, like it's hard to do jokes, right? But we, we have to process it some way and then, then the jokes can happen after that. So. Our goal is to make you laugh and hopefully you, you, we found a little bit of light 
in that darkness. Hopefully, if exactly. not, maybe left at some of the other stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah. Hopefully, the the, the booch bitch puns uh, were, <laughs> yeah. were enough. Uh, to, yeah, they were to uh, lift your spirits. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, it's just funny enough that we're just being a bunch of stupid booches. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, ain't that about a booch? Uh, <laughs> booch, please. <laughs> we got more. <laughs> I think we don't. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Uh, for listening to the show, man. We appreciate you, and hopefully, uh, you know, you guys, thank you, uh, Felix and Peter. We'll give you a round of applause finally. You made our day better for being here, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you to everyone uh, who listens to the show, uh, watches it on YouTube, uh, leaves a review on iTunes. It, it does mean the world. Uh, and yes, uh, still more b- uh, big things coming soon, man. So we're, we're excited to keep pushing forward. Yeah, we have, uh, we were, there was something we wanted to announce today that we can't, we're going to announce it next week, but it's a, it's a big deal for us. Yes. Yeah, so 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 tune in, tune stay in tuned. Next, tune, That's tune. all we can tell you. Uh, it's a really big deal for us. Exactly. So stay tuned. Okay. So, uh, so with that said, yeah. uh, let's. Uh, you know what? For Felix, for Peter, Peter my for name Kristen Hennies. For Kristen Hennies, my name is Christian Polanco. By the way, we're pointing up because that's what the speaker is. He won't die. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, it's not an R.I.P. Kristen. He's there. Sorry. You're my, who? My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. <laughs> and, together, and together, what are we? The, the- Cool again! <laughs> yeah! <laughs>